0: Oh my days, this season is getting so good. Let's talk about the North London Derby. Let's talk about Victoria Pelova. Let's talk about Chelsea dropping points. I'm so excited. You wanted an Arsenal Women podcast. Well, guess what? You got an Arsenal Women podcast. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wherever you're listening from, regardless of the time of the day, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your time. It is a lovely time to be a Gooner, and I'm so pumped about the game. We just watched the display of the girls was exceptional. I'm so happy, and yes, of course, you don't need me to say this. North London is red and all that good stuff. Before I begin, I want to get serious for a second. As you know, I've mentioned this in the past, our dear... Beth Mead's mother passed away recently from ovarian cancer and she is trying to raise as much money as possible for the ovarian cancer cancer foundation in the UK and I have made made it a point on Twitter but if for anybody that donates over 25 dollars or 25 pounds if you send me a screenshot I will give you a free music lesson whether it's on drums percussion guitar bass music theory Logic or GarageBand music mentorship, whatever you want, either for yourself or for somebody that you love that you feel that would be, you know, benefit uh, would benefit from taking music lessons, and at the same time, we would be obviously helping our dear friends. So that's a little bit of uh, some things that I wanted to wanted to say before we even start. So now let's get to the episode as a whole. Right after the match, I gave a shot to a little bit of an after-the-whistle Twitch stream in which I touched upon a few things that I'm going to touch on today. And one of them was obviously the North London Derby. But but specifically, I spoke about how there is a different sort of spice to it from a fan perspective than the normal sort of North London Derby uh, that the men have or the men's matches have and this is not comparing one to the other what I will say that is because we all love women's football and we know how hard they have to work and we as Gooners have supported Vicky Schneiderbeck and we have supported Mana Iwabuchi wherever they play if it would have been Jordan Nobbs going to Spurs who would have kept an eye on her results and wishing that she would score or do well and that never ever really happens with other with the other the rivalry among men or between men, and I just always found that very interesting. However, it's always amazing beating Spurs, and I would have enjoyed if we, if if be, us beating them meant they got relegated. I would have enjoyed that, uh, but as a whole, I just think it's really interesting how the the idea of you know, competition and the idea of bitterness and you know this rivalry isn't the same way, or isn't as toxic, perhaps, and insulting. And you know, the the, the idea of humiliating the opponent—it's not there. You know what I mean? Even even in the Twitter world, it, it's. I haven't seen a lot of abuse towards Spurs or their their fan base and vice versa. And again, that's something from from where I stand, you know. So I just thought that it was very interesting as a whole. And furthermore, I think that it was very interesting to see how they the, the players would react after losing to Bayern Munich and how important the match coming up, obviously, will be. So I was definitely expecting a resounding performance. I was expecting them to be incredibly dominating. And there was, you know, normally in derbies, it's like anything can happen type of a situation, but not in this North London derby. It's there's the gap is nowhere near. It, it's the gap is cosmic among the clubs or between the clubs. And I just don't, I never, ever worried. And to me, this was like f- f- sh- for sure, this would be three points in the bag. Like, I was convinced, 100% convinced. However, I wanted to see ruthlessness in front of goal because that's what we need when we play Bayern Munich, and we also needed to elevate and to build up our goal differential. I said it on the Hybrid Podcast, and I had predicted that Chelsea were going to lose points and that at some point we needed to batter teams when we could. And we were going to look back at missed opportunities for getting those goals scored in case of a tiebreaker or in case of, um, of course, in case of a tiebreaker. So I had mentioned how important that was and Bayern Munich just, they beat Wolfsburg and, um, there was a penalty right in the I want to say the 88th minute, Georgia Stanway converted it, great penalty. And it was it was insane. It was a great match. Wolfsburg, I for my money Wolfsburg are going to win the Champions League this year, but I was hoping that Wolfsburg were going to beat Bayern Munich that we're going to kind of, you know, sort of keep them down so to speak before our match and maybe keep their their confidence low but that wasn't to be so now Bayern Munich are on the rise they're confident they just beat the 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 leading team in the Bundesliga or Frauen Bundesliga and they're top I believe now so as much as I like to focus on us there's this other thing where I I was afraid of that happening but anyhow if we focus back on us I wanted or I would like the girls to have a resounding victory they did But I still felt that I wasn't convinced by a few of the things that happened. And this podcast, as you know, tries to not particularly talk about match analysis, match statistics, and things of that nature for several reasons. One of those reasons is because I am not smart enough to analyze those things. I don't have the credentials. I don't have badges. So for me to sit here, like you hear in other podcasts, to talk about uh, match analysis and strategy and this or that or question Jonas um, from a tactical standpoint and not like I do, which is a feelings based, <laughs> ignorant based, uh, you know, standpoint. I I don't do that because I just don't feel I'm I'm good enough. And for the other on the other side, you know, or or on the on the same token. It's because there are other podcasts that do that already, that will do it better than I would ever do. So in this world of watching a match and analyzing and trying to talk about it and sort of dissect it, there will be moments in time where you and I will agree when you will disagree with me, and that implies uh, you or I disagreeing with other people that see things in a different light. Among those things were the 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 Victoria Polova performance, and people on Twitter were flipping out and how good she was, and I disagree one thousand percent. I don't think that I'm watch. I watch the same game as a lot of people watched it, and some of the people that lauded her are former players, legends, and some are well-known bloggers and some are fans that do a bunch of stuff for the club like and it's okay to disagree you know you don't have to love every single player that puts on the shirt you might you want to support them of course you want to show them respect and you want to if you're going to criticize or if you're going to bring something up that you dislike we need to do with the as much respect as possible we need to be you know, mindful of their feelings and so on and so forth. And I like to do that as much as possible. So without, you know, criticizing Victoria Polova specifically, I just didn't see that she had that great of a match like everybody else thought. As a matter of fact, I wasn't impressed at all. And I would have taken her out of the starting lineup before the match even started. Because I don't rate her as highly as other people do. And this doesn't mean that I'm wrong. and certainly doesn't mean that I'm right. What I'm trying to convey is that we see football the way we see it. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't. There might be times where you are 100% in agreement with either Alex Scott or Karen Carney or, you know, Shaban or Ian Wright or, you know, any other... Person. And there might be times when you're like, wait, what? I did not agree with them at all. And it doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean that they're right. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It's just an opinion, right? So I do think that it's very important for there to be discourse and different opinions between the or among who should start, who our best players are, why this person is doing this, why this person is doing that. And it's okay to think about if I were Jonas, I would have done this differently. Here's why. Or if you didn't even know why, if it's just completely feeling based that's okay. That's normal. But I have seen on Twitter, a lot of people because um, there was a, this big, almost like a propaganda, pro Pelova propaganda that everybody was talking about how good she was. The reality is that I didn't think she was that good. So, I saw some fans tweet about it, how like, well, I must not know what I'm talking about or this or that. And it's like, no, it's. And I said this today on Twitter, I went on a slight rant and it's like a lot of these bloggers or, you know, maybe even pundits or journalists or, you know, podcasters or whatever. If they don't know that much about the sport than you, they really don't. They might be better at words or they might be uh, very eloquent, well-spoken. They might know how to monetize a blog, or you know, have a thriving YouTube channel, or whatever it is. It doesn't mean that they're better than you, or a better analyst of the game than you. They might be completely out of their depth. I don't know if any of those people have any coaching badges or any credentials, whereas you might have been playing you know, in Belgium or the Netherlands or England for years upon years, and you might have coaching badges. You might have – you might coach, you know, your your school's team or you babysit for a few kids and you teach them football all day long and you definitely know about, you know, triangles and shapes and off-the-ball movement and a million things, you know. So don't get down on yourself and don't assume that your opinion is wrong because you – somebody that you respect and you uh, admire has a different opinion. That's what opinions are. And you need to form your own opinion and you need to, you know, love them. Like I love the Dutch national team. That's the team that I support. And I'm not particularly excited by a lot of the players that play in the senior men's team. And it's okay. I don't like Memphis Depay, right? I don't particularly care about him whatsoever. Uh, He can break all the records he wants, but I'm never impressed by Memphis Depay. I followed the career of Victoria Pilova, and if I'm supposed to think that she is the successor of a DVD, then you're talking to the wrong person, because I'm never, ever going to agree with that. Never, ever. I don't think she is a player that has found the right position for her on the pitch or the coaches haven't played her properly. But I don't know anything, right? This is just a matter of opinion and also what I see, the confidence that I see, the performance, the 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 decision-making. And this is based on what I think other players would have done, right? Or or I'm used to, you know, DVD would have done this. Jill Roard would have done this. Benenstein would have done this. Lika Martins would have done that. Shaki Hrunen would have done that. You name it. You know what I mean? That's like a thing that happens in my head. So it's okay. And I want her to be super successful. I want her to be among the greatest players that Arsenal ever had. I want her to succeed. If she starts the match, I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't believe she started. No. Jonas knows more about this than I do. He sees things better than I do. Sardina Wigman saw things better than I could ever see. However, as I've said this before, this is a feelings-based podcast. This is very niche. This is very subjective. And I can just tell you what I like. And I'll, I'll be the first one to admit a mistake. I do it with a men's team. For years, I wanted Granit Shaka to leave the club. For years. I didn't think he was good enough. I didn't think that he should be our defensive midfielder and yada, yada, yada. And he has proven me... wrong this season. The caveat to this is that he's playing in a different position, right? So I'm not fully wrong in a way, right? My opinion was based on the performances he had. My opinion now is that I'm wrong. (laughs) My own opinion is that I was wrong. And it's okay. I still rather have another player than Gerani Chaka if other players were available that I rate higher, right? If Frankie de Jong was around, I'd rather have Frankie de Jong than Granit Check. By the way, that's a horrible comparison because they don't play the same position. I'm just talking about <laughs> one a, a more Dutch players at Arsenal. Um, but, so that is something that I kind of wanted to, to throw out there. I know I, I took a little bit of a left turn with that, but I just think it's really interesting to, to understand that the growth of the game implies diverging opinions and implies different people thinking different things and different means to um you know to to consume what you consume right the the content that you consume and there's room for everything and if you want to be a arsenal podcaster or an arsenal or WSL writer or blogger or whatever do it absolutely do it I've said this before with my music podcast or this. I don't know much about Arsenal than you. I am not a expert subject, you know, or subject expert. Right. I love Arsenal and I've done podcasts before and I have good microphones and a good interface and I know what it's like to do a podcast because I had another I've had had another another podcast for years up on years. I have like 300 episodes. So, I understand what it takes to have a podcast. So, don't think that you can't do even better than what a lot of us are doing. Create that podcast and create that blog and whatever you need and whatever you want, if you need help, if you don't know where to go, contact me. I am here to help you. I'm here to uh, you know build you up. I'm here to empower you, and I'm here to try to promote. And empower people or promote their their projects and promote people and, and promote themselves and, 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 and empower them to add something to this lovely sphere and this lovely community that is not only Arsenal, but WSL as a whole and the growth of the women's game. That is what it's all about. Speaking about the growth of women's game, I would like Chelsea to not grow. <laughs> And I'm very excited that they drop points against Man City. The math is crazy, right? And I'll leave you with this. I understand that there's a lot of games uh, with a lot of, uh, you know, repercussions to the next few matches like you would expect. Uh, But it's lovely to see Chelsea lose in any way, shape or form. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, And I might be a little broken inside, but I absolutely love when they lose so very much. And I'm excited for what the future holds for us. We have matches against Man City. We have a match against uh, Chelsea as well. Chelsea play Aston Villa twice in a row, actually. And, you know, you are talk, talking about polova I'd rather have Rachel Daly, and I'd rather have Jordanovs back on our team than, than necessarily her. And, again, that's just my opinion. Um, So I'm excited to see what Aston Villa can do. I'm excited to see what Jordan Knobs and Alicia Lemon and um, Rachel Daly can do for for us against Chelsea. And, of course, we need Man United to drop points. And and to button this up, had Palova scored that sitter, we would have been three up at halftime and we maybe would have rested a bunch of players and so on and so forth so it doesn't matter it's neither here nor there it doesn't matter i don't go uh, uh you know off on you know what could have been or the ref did this the ref did that as you can tell by my previous episode but anyway life is good it's good to be a gooner north london is red all that good stuff and i cannot wait to watch the match on wednesday as far as any predictions i said it before I think we're going to win either 3-0 or 2-1, but I'm very, very confident that we're going to win. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please share, subscribe, leave a review. If you'd be so kind on iTunes or Apple Music, that would be very, very much appreciated. And we'll speak again very, very soon. Thank you.